0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this new edition of my podcast. This is Adit Kapadia and I'm very pleased to introduce my guest today. Um, uh, f- for a change, my guest is from, uh, in the same, oh, I wouldn't say the same time zone, in the same um, sort of country as I am right now geographically. Uh, arnab Ray is an Indian novelist, columnist uh, who is joining us, who goes, uh, a lot of you might know Arnab as the Great Bong or Great Bong uh, as his uh, Twitter avatar goes and his website goes he's 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 he's, he's written uh, a variety of books uh four books if i'm not mistaken the first five, one, five books you. i'm sorry the first one being <laughs> may i have should i say may i have your attention please yeah, yeah, did yeah, i have, did i say it correctly? yes ah. yes it is ah. and the last one being the mahabharata murders um so a uh, very interesting range of books he's known for his commentary his pieces and his sharp take on uh, issues so great to have you on my podcast arnab Thank you for having me, Adit. Ah, so so before we, I mean, you know, when you say that your your Twitter ID is Great Bong, and right now since Bengal is in the news, I mean, how can we not start with Bengal, right? Absolutely. So we how have can to we s- not start with Bengal at any point of time. So please go <laughs> <on>. <laughs> that is true. So so we have to start with the greatest bong uh, right now, Mamta Banerjee.
1: Y- yes, we should. But By the way, when you talked about starting off with Bengal, you should know that the reason why the name West Bengal is being changed to Bengal is because Mamata Banerjee wants Bengal to be brought up for alphabetically from W to B. Because <laughs> apparently, whenever they bring up the issue of West Bengal in government meetings, it's always like the last five minutes yeah, when you have to go to another meeting. Oh, West Bengal. So she wants to be just, that, that actually is the reason. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> perfect segue into that. I mean, this is, this is Derrick O'Brien on... Uh, Derek go O'Brien on steroids, the explanation <laughs> that you just gave me. <laughs> so, so, I have to ask you this. I mean, you know, a lot of people forget. People still think that, oh, Bengal was ruled by left and all. But Mamata has been the CM of Bengal for eight years now. And uh, 2011, April, I think, is when she came to power. And she's won two consecutive terms. She's had, what, she has 34 MPs right now. And clearly is the sole, uh, the, the, the most dominant force, political force in West Bengal. Yet what explains her insecurity? Do you think that, and i use the word insecurity very deliberately because of the stance, I mean, you had never seen a sitting chief minister standing with the police commissioner saying he's the best commissioner, uh, you know, he's being hounded by CBI when there are very serious allegations. So what do you think? Is it a political thing or is it just, uh, this is Mamata?
1: No, first of all, I mean, it's, it's a combination of all of them. First of all, Mamata Banerjee is very combative. Mm. Uh, and, I'm, and, and I'm being very mild about this. <laughs> so, she's been very combative and that's really been her biggest asset mm. throughout the years. Mm. So, even better than... So, uh, you know, she, she has her strengths and weaknesses, mostly weaknesses as a chief minister. But uh, she's a very good when she is in opposition dharna mode.
0: Mm. So... So um, last so I checked, uh, Kejriwal also said that to so inspiration lena hai. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So, so
1: you know, uh, so any kind of agitation is like a uh, left-hand leg spin bowler bowling to sort of Ganguly okay? So this is, her, this is her comfort zone. She knows she can hit it out of the park. <laughs> so she wants this in, in a way Um so, if if for instance, and and you have to also understand, there is this wider context of the Mahagathbandhan, where everybody is like a Indian Idol kind of competition, where everybody is trying to put in their own sob story oh. and get the audience votes, right? right? So this is at a time when she needs um, something like this to pro- to project herself
0: hmm. as
1: the alternative to Modi. As obvious, everybody is trying to be the prime minister. Mm-hmm. So. For so long, it's always been Kejriwal, hmm. which is ironic because he is basically the mayor of a town <laughs> and it just happens to be a very special town, but he's no nothing more than a mayor and he has virtually no presence in the Lok Sabha. Hmm. Um, he's in terms of opposition, he's he's of no
0: influence but, but, whatsoever. But can I add a quick point and you, you can complete your point. This mayor of a town business happens here also. If you look at Rudy Giuliani, he's essentially just been the mayor of New York. Right, right, right. right yeah, But the yeah, amount yeah, I, of has, so kejriwal oh, the Chief Minister of Delhi, almost gets the same sort of star billing as the Mayor of New York gets in America. Sure,
1: that's true. And and Delhi, I would say
0: Bombay is more uh, New York. Ah, no, but I'm yeah, just talking I, I, about the political positioning sure. they get in the national media.
1: Absolutely. I I, I don't I don't begrudge him his his, his space in the headlines. But <laughs> It just happens to be and just like just like Julian just like Giuliani when Giuliani actually ran, she <laughs> he. he he was discarded within a few weeks. I mean, he was never really a viable presidential candidate, and you'll never even go that way because, yeah. He, and uh, Mayor Bloomberg also has never tried, mm. even though he's a lot of money. So mm. they realize that their influence is limited mm. um, by being the mayor of a city. That's mm. it. Mm. But with Cage, but with this, what Mamata Banerjee is doing is she's firmly getting the attention on herself, mm. which he's very good at. Mm. So this dharna works in two ways. Firstly, it creates a kind of us versus them. It enables her to consolidate her vote bank Mm. number one. Mm. Um, It enables her to get sound bites and to get media coverage in Delhi. Mm. And third is well she is in a way CBI this is definitely a corruption scandal Mm. in a way I would say putting my my pragmatist hat on Mm. even the worst that can be accused I mean Again, it it says something in a place where there is not m- much in terms of industrial advancement that most for most people uh, investing in chit funds is really mm. the only way mm. that they can get. Um, return on capital because there is not a yeah, lot of I, I, other things
0: going on. I was actually telling this to someone uh, so, sorry just to make a quick point I was telling this to someone that this is almost uh, sort of a very poor, like a sad statement on the state of industrial policy uh, in, in West Bengal as well that you know people are thinking this is the only way to sort of invest and make money.
1: Yeah so chit funds essentially they work firstly on very gullible people second is uh, second is it's, it's a well entrenched network they had like people like Tapas Paul as their, and Tapas Paul is both a Trinamool MP as well as uh, an ex-movie star. Mm. Uh, I, I use the word movie star in quotes in this case, no. but he actually does have a huge following in the villages. Um, so so they use them as a brand ambassador where it was not really clear where his TMC hat ended and his private citizen had Mm. again, and this was this was part of this this was really why they had him as a brand ambassador it was almost as if the government was assuring people that their investment was guaranteed which it wasn't Mm. which is why which is why the cbi caught him and and brought him in for questioning but again in terms of scandals this is a very minor scandal If you look at i mean it's unfortunate that we have to weigh scandals and rank Mm. them but in terms of the sheer amount of money involved like everything in Bengal, it's it's not, it's not a lot. Uh, even if you look at the Narada scandal, hmm. where this guy went around making you know promises of paying like 5 lakhs to ministers. I mean, imagine 5 lakhs.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, people, die, I mean, <clears throat> the DMK wouldn't even like sneeze for 5 lakhs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they mean, and what? You if you're kidding me did you forget a few zeros here yeah. so, so,
0: so 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 they wouldn't no so they would have said 5 lakh in which currency they said currency exactly
1: or Dollars in dollars So, so 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 this in terms of overall indian corruption is a really a minor minor corruption scandal uh-huh. however and even if you look at Mamata, I mean, the worst thing that she's done is she sells all those atrocious paintings at a high, very high premium <laughs> no. this is essentially corruption it's obvious it is but again the the, the the facade of propriety is maintained because you're not just giving a suitcase full of money you're buying one of the
0: atrocious work of art that ha- reminds in me in the eyes of the beholder so. the, 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 I mean that reminds me of and pardon me for quoting such a profound film Majnu Bhai from Welcome <laughs> what does he say well. you haven't seen so adil rapur no. plays this um uh, very uh, gunda and where he just draws a horse and akshay kumar to fool him auctions that painting of paintings of for lakhs of rupees so this is just exactly that uh, so exactly that, w- yeah. when it i saw her exactly painting that. i was like this is a scene from a movie i mean it was that bad <laughs> So yes, so
1: that's and so so this is actually this whole thing actually helped her in many ways. It helped her to first of all, it got her into the mode that she was most comfortable in. Second, it created a siege mentality. Third, it uh, propelled her to the top of people who can take Modi on.
0: Mm. Um,
1: Otherwise, I mean, I'm and fourth, of course, it was a reaction. It was. I mean, she's very autocratic, just like Mm. any, I would say, any ruler of a state where. You're pretty much the only, only politician in town. Yeah. So she's not much different from Jhalelalita or anybody, except that she has the kind of absolute power which Jalalita doesn't. All these places, whether it be Mayawati, whether it be Jhalelalita all these places they have another viable opposition here exactly. there is no viable opposition hmm. so she can get away and this was the same thing with the communist party yeah. they could get away with things which other people just couldn't no and uh, i think uh, communists... again, but in terms of commun- even in terms of corruption this is a very minor corruption scandal
0: <laughs> very interesting no i mean yeah the, the, there are a f- there are far more bigger skeletons that might tumble out of the west bengal closet but no i think in communist party also uh, you had that when jyoti basu was there because he had no challenger but i think when budhaditya Took over. There was a little bit of changing because there Mamata was there and Buddhadev was also seen a little softer on the industries than Jyoti Basu was.
1: Yes. So uh, even I mean even when Jyoti Basu was at his prime, Mamata Banerjee was the only opposition in town. But huh. she was again there is no analog that I can come up with hmm. nowadays because there is no no. But even of that stature in Bengal but she was always from the mid 80s she was always considered to be the opposition in Bengal. Huh. Now she wasn't particularly powerful. Hmm. Uh, there were some elections where she did well, some elections did well means won a few seats in no, no, I remember that, in 1999
0: Lok Sabha, I think BJP and TMC in Alliance won like 11 or 12 seats in Lok Sabha out of 40 or maybe something, something like that and BJP won 2 and I think that was like the biggest uh, opposition front had won in a long long time in bengal yes,
1: and bjp wins in 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 darjeeling and uh, that's uh, in 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 the very north of bengal so they they find it difficult to uh, have an appeal to traditional bengalis
0: but uh, right but, now like i have to so i'm moving a little bit away and you gave a very interesting analogy mamta in a dharna is like a left arm spinner bowling to Saurav Ganguly. but right now is it a left arm spinner bowling to Saurav Ganguly or is it Kuldi yadav bowling to james anderson no i think it is it is still uh, i think mamata banerjee still feels that you know she's she's sort of ganguly playing, uh, playing playing you know, playing Andy
1: flower Andy because <laughs> because because this is
0: you mean it. grand flower i guess grand
1: flower sir yeah i guess grand flower, sorry. Yeah, guess grand flower.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh so so i so i think that shes
1: this this does not cause her any kind of discomfiture
0: so but do you think as, so so what i was coming towards is and then you can add that to your point is do you think the bjp is rising to be i mean it is the number two party in west bengal but do you think it can be a credible uh, alternative in 10 to 12 seats as a lot of people are saying or you think they are far far away from that
1: i am doubt i mean again i'll be skeptical honestly i don't i don't have the data to even i don't have the data to give you a you know, solid prediction but it's very again the BJP would possibly be at a demographic advantage over the previous elections because mm. the the population, the demographics of Bengal has changed from, first of all, infiltration from Bangladesh, mm, which mm. which also pushes to the right the local native population, that sure. is on one hand. Mm. And second is also an increasing influx of refugees from Bihar and Uttar Pradesh, which mm. carries the traditional, uh, traditional BJP vote base. Mm, mm. So those two things are there, mm. but... I just don't think that um, they will be able to make uh, a significant dent because I think people are pretty much happy with Mamata Banerjee. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that there is a widespread discontent as happened with uh, Buddhadev after Nandigram. Mm. I think uh, that was pretty much a turning point in the sense that uh, CPM lost. Pretty much all the goodwill they had, even with the leftist people after mm-hmm. Nandikram. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mamata Banerjee hasn't had her Nandikram yet. She's still seen as, you know, people. The worst that can pe- that people can say about her is okay. She has, uh, you know, her questionable artistic credentials, mm. and that she and that she shouts too much. And but they still feel, I mean, the overwhelming. And as I discussed in my last, last podcast. The so, only <laughs> the BJP person is 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 uh, is Modi. So with Modi versus Mamata, there are some people who would perhaps vote for Modi at the center and Mamata at the
0: state. Ha, so I no, I was talking about national actually that's a good point because I was just about to uh, tell that uh, that I forgot to mention one part in the introduction uh, Arunab is also a fellow podcaster and his podcast is attention please and do check out his podcast I always listen to it it's a fascinating um, uh, podcast where I always get to hear his take on issues but to, to come back to what uh, you were saying that you know people may make may make that distinction that Modi for Center and Mumta for that so that might help BJP in the local I think even BJP is looking for gains primarily in the Lok Sabha even they know that in the Lok Sabha they are probably going to punch above their weight when it comes to uh, uh, going from a 14-15% vote share and the assembly elections they are probably going to punch below their weight because I don't think they are going to win that many assembly uh, seats. Yes, yeah, so I, I, you're absolutely
1: right. I don't think BJP legitimately believes they have ever a chance of uh, forming a state government at the state. I don't mm. think they even care actually. Mm. Uh, Bengal is just not possible. But yeah, so again, this might be one of the elections where the BJP perhaps does a little bit better mm. than Trinamool. but I believe it's always a delta of five seats, mm. which... Swing. All the others are like they're pretty hardcore Trinamool. You know, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't envisage, for instance, Trinamool losing seats in Calcutta.
0: Yeah. Say, oh my God. It's like it's, it's like you read read my mind because I was going to ask you. So, Calcutta South is almost a done deal. Where Mamata will win. Where interesting is the Calcutta North or the Kolkata North seat, where there is a significant Marwadi population also. Right.
1: Yeah. There's always been the case, and again it's it's that's always been the case, but it's still. Still, I would say that the overwhelming majority of Kolkata, because there's a lot of people in, uh, you know, who are who are essentially old CPM, which is
0: totally flipped over to Trinamool Congress. So, basically, the old club, the old club. So clubs were like the centers. Ah, the Tolliganj club of, crowd. No, 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 no. no, no
1: the Tolliganj club crowd. So, local... Local
0: para boys, which achha, are achha, Russians, I see. okay, I misunderstood. Have, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have clubs with, with the centerpiece is
1: a carom board, so they've basically flipped. So, if you look, if you really peel out the political posters, you'll find that after some time, like aging a tree, you'll start finding old CPM posters underneath. So, they were <laughs> basically retrofitted with you normal know, Congress on top of it. So, Aray, that, that entire structure remains, which is absolutely taken over. So, again, I, I'm very, very Again, I could be surprised, but uh, I don't think that Calcutta they're going to make. They might make one or two in the border districts. Hmm.
0: but yeah. at calcutta i don't think so so where like Dars and other places and they uh, might...
1: Purulia, Purulia, mm-hmm. some of the some of the ones on the bank Bihar border
0: huh. so I think they they won as soul last time so they might retain soul so yeah As-and-Soul is also on, on
1: that side right? the, on oh.
0: the western border huh, western border uh. so so interesting interesting and who knows at that I, I don't know if that side uh, the their alliance in Bihar if that is going to be a factor as well by when it comes to swinging some votes I doubt it but who knows <laughs> So, so but, but before before we end this part of the Indian politics, I want to talk a little bit about the Mahagat right? Because uh-huh. Mamata almost fancies herself as like a potential leader of the Mahagat because quite frankly, she has amongst all the state parties, she probably has the uh, highest chance of getting... rich hall of seats so even if she is able to contain the bjp to five to six seats mamta might as well end up might end up with about 30 seats which i don't see akhilesh mayawati or anyone getting
1: true she's that's why she's kind of taking leadership because she's the only one who has an assured block of seats Hmm. uh as i said delta five plus five minus five but Hmm. Hmm. she brings in she brings in she's like Somewhat like Andre Russell, <laughs> so so even if her you know even if she has a bandage on her thigh you know it's but it's Andre Russell like she'll win you like out of 16 games she'll win you four games yeah. now would she win six games I don't know but this season she'll win you four games so she's like a Naran or a Andre Russell he's yeah. like a winner in that respect uh-huh. the other guys are like Yusuf Pathan <laughs>
0: <That's...
1: laughs> so yeah they have, have ones. They have won once, and they'll possibly win once again. But nobody knows out of the sixteen
0: which one it will but be. But I have seen you for examples also. You give only current or post pre old KKR players. <laughs> yes, yes, because I am very,
1: very because of the the let's say the the fate of KKR players is. Something which I really cares for. The only other franchise I sometimes care for is Delhi Daredevils because they're like the Gunda of all
0: franchises. <laughs> we'll talk about. Abhi, gunda ki baat mat karo, end When we talk about the legends of Hindi film industry, but so no, so that this is interesting. And, and before we wrap up, because first of all, the chance of them forming a government is very remote i think the bjp is quite quite far ahead the real debate right now is where how much will nda get because even the potential allies that the nda has where the trs and others they might be able to get a 30 extra seats from allies so if the bjp gets anywhere above 200 they'll comfortably form the government Um, and the, the the simple logic for this is bjp plus congress normally ends up being around 300 to 310 seats and i honestly don't see congress crossing 100 with the way they are going. By the way, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter. Have you seen the Priyanka Sena pictures? No, I haven't. I mean, my goodness, there the, there are people in pink pants and pink sweaters with Priyanka Sena thing. I mean, someone on Twitter wrote that it they look like jelly seal bottles, <laughs> and, or, or for our American listeners, Pepto Bismol bottles. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I mean you must watch, sometimes I feel and, and uh, Congress people are proudly posting pictures with them and I'm like you guys really don't, I mean I have nothing against the pink color but it looks so horrendous I'm like you guys really, I mean Rahul and Priyanka don't really need enemies they have No all... I, think, I, I think the
1: problem is if you wear pink it's actually Robert Vadra Sena No the so the someone said
0: the uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yes. he's panty Yes, he the guy who wears
1: pink trousers
0: so, yeah, but I, I, I hate to say this, but I think he pulled it off better than the people in Priyanka Senna. <laughs> That's not to say much, but but yeah. So, before we wrap up this part of the podcast, I think, mm-hmm. um, uh, I uh, do you also reckon that the BJP is in the f- poll position right now? And Mamta is what Mamta is trying to do is even if there is a in opposition, I think Mamta is trying to claim that position maybe as a leader of opposition or something.
1: So, for me, I i kind of agree but i just feel that if best comes to best bjp returns with modi worst comes to worst bjp returns without modi with somebody else um and who's acceptable to i think i think what's happened with modi and Amit Shah is that they have hmm. b- based on what they have done is i think people don't have a problem with bjp but hmm. they have a problem with
0: those two so they have painted themselves into but people this you mean the allies, allies. <laughs> Mamata and others even the allies and
1: even inside the party as yes, we know mm-hmm. so
0: there are, there are people <laughs> Ajay, there are now you're obvious. spilling beans
1: <laughs> no no but there are people inside mm-hmm. and outside the party mm-hmm. and as we know there's a very prominent politician who's kind
0: of uh to, the rumor mills have already started but the, those
1: rumor mills are started by the politician
0: themselves huh? so
1: these things yeah yeah so these things the way they work is they let their So, let's say I'm going to mount a challenge to Modi inside my party, I'm not going to, I'm not, like, if I have any reasonable chance of mounting a challenge to Modi, I'm not going to be like Arun Shori and come out. Arun Shori is a guy who's got nothing to lose. He's like 37 runs in the last over. (laughs) So, he's going to do whatever, who cares? Hmm. But for a guy who has 18 runs in the last over, um, you don't really come out and launch a challenge now. What you do is you gently float stories through your plants in the media. And then, of course, you deny it after that. Hmm. But you let people know that there is an,
0: another option. So I, I have one final question, uh, interesting point, and I have one final question on this. We'll wrap up the last point, uh, Arnab, I think uh, what you what you said is right in terms of that, uh, uh, it, it is probably going to be BJP-led government, but I personally don't think uh, in terms of a mandate, they're going to get a mandate. See, the other, I know the Mahagadbandhan is hoping that BJP falls short of 200 and then they get more bargaining seat at the table. But I think it's... It's probably going to be Narendra Modi as the Prime Minister with BJP there or, you know, him not coming back. I don't see uh, the possibility of another PM face happening within the BJP. That's, I mean, that's just my assessment. Uh, who knows in Indian politics what might happen. <laughs> but, but, but to, to wrap up, what do you think? Like, you think ch- people like Chandra Babu and and stuff are overplaying their hand or they're just fighting for survival at this point?
1: No, they're all, they're all, I don't think, even of course all of them want to be Prime Ministers, but they're ultimately, they're, I, I, I don't think, I'll be a little, I'll, I have a slightly different opinion, I don't think that the Mahagat Bandhan is that much of an impossibility, of course it will collapse, mm. that's true, mm. but there is a chance that we would have a Mahagat Bandhan and it will fall because everybody will want to be the Prime Minister, mm. but there will be some of them who will be content mm-hmm. with certain portfolios. Like, I know Mamata Banerjee, if you give her the railways portfolio, mm-hmm. she possibly might step back. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there are going to be other people and Chandra Babu Naidu is one of them mm-hmm. who will not be satisfied with anything less than Prime ministership. <laughs> if If they do well,
0: yeah.
1: if they do well, if they can bring a little bit of seats, even it might be much less than what Mamata is bringing, <laughs> Mamata Banerjee might take a step back because I don't think, I mean, again, I'm, I have no way of knowing this, but I don't think Mamata Banerjee even considers herself herself seriously to be somebody who wants to be the prime minister. <coughs> I think she would rather she she's not going to she's not going to go to the center. She's going to send one of her satraps to the center ah. to be the railway minister, another another, and hopefully they'll turn out different than Mukul Roy. Oh, so uh, that's what she that's what I think her biggest plan
0: is. But again, I could be wrong. No, I mean you know that that thought scares me when your best bet in the party is Dinesh Trivedi.
1: Again, but, but, I mean, see, they'll, they'll get someone, they'll they will get someone. Half I'm just center. praying to
0: God, it's not Derek O'Brien, so
1: <laughs> it could be. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised,
0: but again, we are all dealing in hypotheticals here. Yeah, but see, I just
1: knowing Derek a little bit better than I know this one, I know personally. Um, I don't think that he's going to. I mean there are there are places where he won't go I don't think he's going to go I mean you wrong again but
0: to, to be a minister, no, in, a, <coughs> in, a, in a coalition government like that. No, no I'll tell you this is and I'll end, we'll end with this but I'll tell you why I'm a little skeptical about the coalition government just because like what you said about Chandra Babu Naidu right right now if I was to believe a lot of the opinion polls out of the 25 seats in Andhra Pradesh he might not even get 10 Right. So a lot of places uh, the, these people who are in the Mahagatbandhan, they have very limited gains and the other parties like TRS and Jaganmo and Reddy and all, they might be gaining. Now whether they support the Mahagatbandhan is another story. Right now they have been, you know, sort of, they're playing both sides. And one last thing, I think I read an anecdote or something where, <clears throat> where chief ministers are very skeptical uh, going to the center after looking at what happened with Deva Because Deva left Karnataka CM ship to become the prime minister and when he came back, since then his party has not won more than three seats in Lok Sabha. So, yeah,
1: so that, that's that that's another big thing. So when somebody goes to the center, hmm. they need to be. It's like it's like old medieval politics, you know. Hmm. When you go to the when you go to the emperor's like the central emperor's court, hmm. you don't know there might be a coup going around behind you.
0: Behind you, so you that's might
1: right. never be able to come
0: back right. from
1: your opponents and from within your own party too.
0: Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, fascinating points, Sarnab. So, I, from there, from the socialists in India, or the communists in India, or the left wingers in a, let's talk about the socialists in America in the next part. Um, right now, I mean, Trump is of course there, but the Democratic Party in the United States, the Democrats are being splintered into two. One yep. is your old school Democrats, which are, and I use the word old school because they are like your uh, Joe Biden-esque Democrats. Nancy, and Pelosi. Nancy, Pelosi. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, you know, uh, white working class, uh, talk about a little bit of progressive issues, but on national security and certain issues, you are more or less right of center. You know, um, and then you had the left wing uh, Democrats led by Elizabeth Warren. Uh, uh, Kamla Harris Kamala Harris I mean the California AOC. New York lobby AOC. No AOC is even left of that AOC
1: we can't talk about AOC I, I, I think I know where AOC
0: is going but go on ha, so ha, to, uh, but, but uh, is it because her chief of staff is also a bong <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to be the president and then we'll have a Rhymes of India article that people in Calcutta are distributing Ladoos so I'm just waiting for that <laughs> <Okay>. so <coughs> So, sorry, I choked on my water there. So, but anyways, um, no, so I think you have that distinction and where uh, AOC and them are pushing so much uh, of the Democrat Party to take a socialist stance and a part of it is a little bizarre. I mean, so much so that the tr- President Trump in the State of the Union said, let's v- pledge that America will never be a socialist country. Mm. So, where do you think this is going to take U.S. when it as they approach the next year's uh, general election?
1: So, the thing is, whether I, I don't think that... Uh, so, even the, even, even the non-nutty portion... I'm not even talking about the centrist, central version of the centrist core of the Democrat Party. But if you look at the New Green Deal, which mm. was unveiled like two days ago, mm. which is an extreme... I would say in American context, again, one thing that I like to tell people is that please don't use the same definition of socialism that you use in India to look at American politics.
0: Yes. Because mm-hmm. America
1: is, by generally to the right, like, you know, schemes like MNRIGA and stuff, they will never fly mm. in. I mean, America does have Medicare and Medicaid, but in And general, social security. Yeah. In general, my, my old thing is, you know, somebody like Arunthuti Roy is mainstream. in In the U.S., People that left are not mainstream. Hmm. Even now, you would never find Noam Chomsky being on NBC all the time. So
0: so it's, it's a little
1: different. So let's not compare. No, no, also,
0: and on, on matters of national security, you, you, there is a certain bipartisan consensus. I mean, you will never have what uh, this guy did that Sonia Gandhi was crying at a Butler House encounter. You are never going to have or, Nancy Pelosi crying about or, something like or, that. Or, or anybody in the mainstream saying that. Let's say Osama bin Laden wasn't killed. That that was a false flag operation. Like, calling him Osama, G, for God's sake. <laughs> so, so, so those things don't exist. Or like uh,
1: you know, after 9/11, you know, there are 9/11 truthers, but nobody mainstream like, for instance, Digvijay Singh would be caught dead in an event uh,
0: like 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 Digvijay Singh. Huh, so, and I mean, so, let's not forget, it was a democratic president, democratic president who took out Osama. Under image, oh, yeah. So, His, so yeah, <laughs> so there is sort of that consensus, anyways. So I'll let even, you complete it. Even
1: in, even in India, it was Indira Gandhi who defeated,
0: uh, no, the, but who again, that Congress and this Congress is different yes. now, <laughs> yes. But but again, this just to, you know, to coming back, so the one
1: thing that I want to make sure for people who just heard the previous segment that no. the left is not equal to the left in this segment,
0: completely, right agree. completely right. agree.
1: So, over here, when the con when Here's a simple thing. This is a matter of messaging. Over the last few years, see, the thing that wins you elections ultimately is emotion. Hmm. Nothing else wins elections. Hmm. It Hmm. doesn't matter on facts, data, what you're going to do. It just happens on gut feel. Hmm. So the reason why Trump won Hmm. was that he ran against possibly the most emotionless Person in the sense that you could not get passionate over the candidacy of Hillary Clinton. Mm. So it was the he he could have defeated only one person. The Democrats put her on the ticket Mm. because uh, elections are won by emotion. Mm. And in order to get emotion, you need to crystallize on something which is simple, easy to understand, and it might not be true. There might be no. There might not be any path forward to getting that done. For instance, when uh, Trump says we'll build the wall. So the Green Deal is the Democrats built the wall.
0: Ooh.
1: It's they build the wall and Mexico will pay for it. The Green New Deal is that. It, it's exactly the same thing. Uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It, nobody will ever pay for it. Third, something like a very weak compromise might happen in this exact same thing like the wall, Mm. but what the main thing is, it's a rallying emotional cry for the Democrats. Now, the messaging that has America in any place, we see the kind of income disparity we see in the US. It is inevitable that a socialist message uh, start taxing the rich 70% against the marginal tax rate, not 70% full. But these things will become popular. And I, for one hand, see that if the immediate aim of the Democrats Mm. is to beat Donald Trump, they cannot win on a center message. Mm. They have to go... And it's very simple. They, they, They said the same thing about Donald Trump. Uh, there are a lot of people who said that if you don't carry the center, you will not win. Mm. But the same thing they said about Donald Trump, that he's not center, that he's too, 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 too extreme. Mm-hmm. And that somebody like Jeff Bush, compassionate conservatives, they will win. But they got wiped out. Mm. So I also think... That's why you see so many socialist social I mean Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, we don't know if Bernie is going to run, but so many of them are making a play for the presidency because they know that in this in this political climate, you cannot have somebody who's first of all who has a questionable background. Mm. So so Trump will attack Biden. Hmm. okay he will, he will
0: paradoxically he will attack Biden so, no, let me, simply, let, me let me narrow okay. yeah let me narrow down to what you're saying on one thing I think what you're trying to say is anyone who's seen as a pro-establishment or an old school establishment person will not work in front of Trump yeah, it has to be a new
1: guy they always American Bill Maher was saying this it always has to be a new person yeah. you can't be somebody like I've been it's not I've been here working for 40 years I'm ready I know everything I have all the skills <laughs> I have there's my resume hmm. nobody for that hmm. they would rather vote for a AOC actually
0: hmm. because but, of that freshness so is AOC of the, dem, the democrats version of Trump then and I'm not comparing on the obvious level like I'm not saying that she uh, makes a, I'm saying in terms of shock value of that. Yeah, yeah that's that, that you need you need you
1: need a shock valve so so if you want to look at the rise of trump you have to look at what happened before that with the rise of the tea party hmm. so she is the demo- she is leading the democratic tea party she's creating a grassroots It's exactly same as the tea party did the tea party after obama won which was again an electric jolt
0: hmm. to, uh,
1: to, to the republicans in the same way that trump is to the democrats hmm. um the At that point of time when Obama got elected, a lot of pundits said that the Republicans will now try to move to the center, they will try to introspect, they will wonder why they have lost the votes. No, absolutely not. They swung to the right. Mm. (laughs) And that's the way it works. So they swung to the right, the Tea Party came up and the Tea Party did exactly the same thing. They mounted mounted challenges to people inside the Republican Party. Which is exactly what AOC is doing. Yeah. She is, she is rather than going after the Republican Party, she is going after first half going after the Democratic Party. Mm. So, that is the first thing that happens. And then you have a challenger like Trump. Now, she could be the next Trump, but right
0: now she is the Tea Party. I know, and um, of course, her some of her ideas and sim are suspect. But I think what you said remains to be seen, whether, whether, what, what logical conclusion this has, I don't see AOC going anywhere in the last four years or five years, but the, the crazy, the, you can call them crazy, wherever you stand on those ideas, those ideas might be featuring more and more in the Democrat primary debates, I think.
1: It's definitely, I mean, you
0: <laughs> have, I mean, uh,
1: Elizabeth Warden and Kamala Harris and I don't know, better route is going to run. Hmm. but I don't think their ideas will be radically different hmm. from AOC the thing with AOC is that she has this like Trump she has this ability to get underneath your skin hmm. okay so she, she no, so that that's in your face thing,
0: thing na, That I, I'll say how it is <laughs>
1: Yeah, but she knows how to handle it. Huh. You know, the, 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 the fact is, it's not just being in your face. Even if you look at Elizabeth Warren grilling hmm. that person from Wells Fargo, huh. you would see that Elizabeth Warren is really going for that guy.
0: Yeah, But
1: it's not, it's not, again, it's not something which is very, uh, it won't get you votes. Hmm. If you look at the way AOC tweets, Hmm. you know, AOC tweets and her whole social media person is so very 20-something, which he is, Hmm. that there is an instant emotional connect. So the thing with Trump is most of Trump's appeal comes from his tweets. Hmm. It comes from the fact that he's going... Direct to the consumer, mm. uh, and he is talking in the most coarse way mm. possible. Mm. But that actually appeals, and AOC also gets that communication. So I like the fact that she is. She might be the, the Democrat Trump, mm. but uh, I don't think any other Democrat, mm. at least that I can think of, mm. gets communication in the way she does. And this is an age of communication. It doesn't matter what ideas you have mm. or how good you are. Is are you
0: able to communicate? Communicate. Interesting so that, that that will that will end that segment but before before we end the podcast um, yesterday I, I, this was not planned at all when uh, arnab and i were talking about what to talk on the podcast but yesterday uh, an actor Mahesh Anand passed away, he was, he acted in a lot of uh, uh, sort of uh, movies of the 90s and 2000s as like uh, the villain or the chief henchman and also yes. in a, a few B-grade Bollywood movies as well but primarily he was known as this vil- villain and henchman in the 90s movies and Arnab wrote a very very moving post and stuff and then um, I found out through his timeline that he had not acted in a movie for 18 years and then he did this movie with Govinda came out and he, he was so happy that he had a sixth minute role because he had to like be a fighter to make his ends meet it was very tragic
1: right and he also lost a lung yeah um, many years ago because of like one of his stunt sequences apparently yes
0: so, so I mean, you know, I, um, uh, the, the, there are, there is this bunch of uh, it is almost like the lost extras because in the seventies you had this Sudhir, Macmohan and others, and in the nineties yeah. you had this Maheshanand, uh, Teth Sapru, Dan Danoha, <laughs> mm-hmm. Anand Balraj, the whole crew. Garland, yes. Uh, so, 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 so what, what? I mean, have we lost that sort of bunch also? Now you don't see those same henchmen in the same way. No, that's
1: because there is no more villainy
0: in movies at all. Um, I mean,
1: with Karan Johar, with Khatkalanjwar, wave villains died out. There are no more villains. You can forget henchmen. There are no villains at all. So, uh, bo- so Bollywood has moved into this villainless, conflictless world where you know conflict is, you know, my best friend is getting married. How can I sabotage the wedding? So, so the, even even the conflict, even the villainy is done by a good-looking chap. Uh, okay?
0: that's...
1: a good-looking guy. And and the conventional let's say metrics of villainy hmm. and no longer work because you know in this politically in this politically charged uh, everything has to be politically correct you just cannot show
0: hmm.
1: uh in about 90 percent of the villainy that you could show so you know i think it's i mean i, I think it's uh, call it evolution call it whatever you want and maybe i'm nostalgic but that that that, Bollywood
0: is gone. No, but I think it's not not just that. I mean, I, w- I was listening to a, an interview where Salim Javed were talking about creating Gabbar and how creatively for them it was such a fantastic experience because they could explore all possible aspects, right? Like yeah. Because for writers, and if writers cannot create grey characters or even dark characters or out-and-out out black characters, then it's inhibiting the creativity also to create a character like that. True, but
1: the thing with the difference between Gabbar is that Gabbar is... You can create a Gabbar in this day and age because there's nothing about Gabbar which is particularly, I would say, has a very B-grade origin. Huh. I mean, Shole is, in
0: Gabbar, is kind of the Indian version of Joker. Yeah. So, it is not, it is a very
1: sophisticated <laughs> villain. Uh, sure. Gabbar is a very sophisticated villain made by people who know how to write good characters.
0: Mm. But, you know, the the Dan Dhanwas of the world, they didn't play. You know, they <laughs> Ajgar Jura was only one and only. only. Yeah so they didn't get to play those kind of roles so so huh. the, the
1: so, so 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 for most people it was really bad one dimensional roles huh. so you could make a Gabbar in this day and age. i am huh. absolutely sure that you can huh. Write huh. So very
0: that that's that actually a good point but you can probably not make a bujang <laughs>
1: yeah you cannot you cannot make a, exactly you can't make a bujang you can't make an ajgar Judah. you can you can write an antagonist but you can't write
0: a villain that's the thing. Ah, that's actually an excellent point and it's almost it it almost saddens you also like all these people like the kind of things they used to do for like a few bucks and once like one bad thing and they were completely forgotten by the film industry
1: so if you I don't know if you have read Sultan of Delhi but Sultan of Delhi actually has a character called Uh Chuha who is Really, an ins who's inspired by the Maheshalans of the world. So, yeah. Gun- so Sultan of Delhi is actually one of the things that I'm trying to do is it's also uh, a dedication to a Bollywood that's no longer there. So,
0: yeah.
1: each of those characters represents some kind of archetype. <laughs> so, Chuha is that guy. Yeah. So, Chuha is. Chuha is Mahesh Anand. Think of, when you think of Chuha, Chuha is Mahesh Anand. If you look at his dialogues, if you look at his characterization, it's very similar
0: yeah. to um, what, what the kind of role that Mahesh Anand would do. Huh. I I was actually you know I was I saw so I searched for Mahesh and then I was led to this uh, bizarre dance sequence that him and Sanjay Dutt were doing and you know you had that, that old school 90s where two buttons would be open up their one hand would be on the stomach and they would be doing pelvic thrusts and doing <laughs> on, on the and this was My so friend
1: actually was a dancer he came for I mean he's a rather unique guy so he was he started off and of course in those days the the line for dancing wasn't very high uh-huh. uh, so you wouldn't have uh, what you see in dance, India dance. Uh-huh. But he started off both as like a bodybuilder and dancer. So this was a guy who was like desperate to make it into Bollywood as a hero. You know, he had the the physique, uh-huh. he did the dance, he did, he did everything right. Uh-huh. But yet he couldn't do it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Because it's so difficult. So uh-huh. first of all, the problem with him was he ultimately didn't... So that in, in, in Bollywood, you know, in order to succeed, uh-huh. you need to have...
0: A godfather. A
1: dance. But you need to have a chocolate boy face,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which he didn't have. Like, think of Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt, for all his macho, mm-hmm. he basically looks like Nargis. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's basically Nargis with beef top. Mm-hmm. Like, beef top, beef
0: top. <laughs> Nargis, Nargis, Nargis with mus- okay. muscles.
1: <laughs> Nargis with muscles. So, uh, if you look at that, then that's really what works. I mean, for some people, it doesn't work. Like, for Mimo, he's basically Yogita Bali with muscles. But. <laughs> But <laughs> but he couldn't he couldn't work he, he didn't get any of Mittal Mittal thing with him is he does have mm. a very chocolate boy face on a good body so and he can act and he has personality and he can do dialogues mm. so he is he was and he is the complete package mm. um, Amitabh Bachchan was a little different I would say that's why he was a superstar because he broke the mold he didn't look like a chocolate
0: boy. And no, Amitabh Bachchan also did did something which was unheard of in indie films He, you, his voice was itself another character
1: yes his voice was a character but there was one thing that Amitabh Bachchan had which of course this guy didn't have was Amitabh Bachchan had a very he could turn and become very sensitive also so you know his Anand and all these roles he first I mean, had
0: the, Kabhi Kabhi is still one of my most favorite back. films like,
1: so these guys yeah. you know Tharminder also so these but, you know, this guy didn't fit that mold. I mean, he did everything right, which is why I kind of, I had that emotional post. You know, some people, they just do everything right, hmm. but it just never happens. I mean, I mean fate screws no you over. Yeah, fate screws you over, you know, something goes wrong. And, you know, was, I would say, of course, he made some terrible decisions. He was drunk most of the time. Hmm. And, uh, and you don't know what caused what, but... You know, this is the, that's the tragedy of most of these people. I mean, I don't know about other people. Mychal and I always felt that he had he he. I mean, Dan Dhanoa could never have become a hero or Gavin Packard, but he could have. Yeah,
0: yeah. he yeah. could have. There is G- really nothing
1: to separate him from a Sanjay that except Sanjay that's connections huh. and
0: Sanjay that's face. G- G- Gavin Packard and Bob Cristo were <laughs> in a league of their own. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so th- those guys would never. Be, they just were not heroes. oh huh, absolutely, absolutely. Interesting points. And I think what you said. I mean, this this is. Probably uh, our dedication to the uh, Mahesh Anand's and the Gavin Packard's of this world, because Gavin Packard also passed away. Not of uh, only a few uh, months ago. Even somebody, and I, I, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Even someone like a Mukesh Rishi, right, who was in so many Bollywood films, but you don't see him anymore. Yeah, because they don't. They, I mean,
1: there are no rules for people like him anymore.
0: Yeah. And it's just impossible. You know, and another. No, I, 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 the, we, we'll go to recommendations, but you know, another uh, un, 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 Another reason why we don't see a lot of this, there is this one filmmaker who would always cast these people, that guy was Rajiv Rai. Yeah, yeah, of course, I miss Rajiv
1: Rai's direction a lot. I mean, I, I don't know why he made P.R. Mohab, but that is not the way I want to remember
0: him. No, I but think that, that was made... that was his his film that he made so that Viju Shah could compose some good uh, romantic music and he did still did a good job, that, but the movie was shit. And I, yeah, movie was but he was trying to transition
1: into a current johar mode. He was trying to make a movie that you know, uh, Aftab Shivdasani in Scotland, and I don't know how Sunil Shetty wound up there, the <laughs> old. Uh, that was the old part of him, but but he was trying to like because Aftab Shivdasani was then like a poor man's version of Shahrukh Khan, right? So he was he was trying to go there, but then it was like. Uh, all the mafia stuff happened, and he just like, okay, that's it. I'm no,
0: done. I was still, I was still laughing at the whole fact that the actress uh, is presented with a choice of between Arjun Rampal, Aftab, and Sunil Shetty. Yeah, really,
1: what a choice,
0: man! I <laughs> mean, I thought she would be so mad, she would run away with Harish Patel in the end. So, anyways, to 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 wrap up this discussion, um, what are your? I mean, you know, we always give recommendations to our listeners. So, what would be your recommendation for our listeners this this week?
1: So since I've never been on show, I mean, I, my, my iconic uh, repre- uh, recommendation for all time is of course Gunda. That because uh, Because I, I, I'm going to summarize why I think Gunda is so special. Of course, it's a bad movie, but um, it's a bad league of its own. Yeah. Because uh, there is this thing that, you know, monkeys typing randomly will produce Shakespeare. Well, <laughs> Gunda is like that, it is exactly that. It is a realization of the thought experiment <laughs> that monkeys ty- on a typewriter will produce. It's like brilliant in terms of his dialogue. Everything about it is brilliant. And no matter how many times I've seen it, mm. I'm, I marvel at... I marvel at its brilliance, and I marvel at the fact that it is brilliant without being aware of its brilliance.
0: No, That's what the, I love. I, I it. The, the lack of self-awareness. No, you have to understand that all the action sequence, the introduction sequence, are on the same runway, right? Yes, it was very,
1: very. It's. It, I mean, I, I, I learned that the. I mean, the real star behind Gunda is a guy who passed away right after that. It's the guy who wrote the dialogues, Bashir
0: Baba. Ba- Bashir Baba. So, yeah
1: yeah so bashir so without bashir babbar Kandisha, he made bad movies after that huh? i mean but it's only the introduction bashir babbar is there only bashir babbar brings out those lines i mean those lines are so I mean,
0: so ma- 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 bulla, i mean how can you even come up with that
1: <laughs> no see, see what the, the, what i what i like is there is this line which is not so famous oh. where uh, where bulla says jaise kisi shaitani type ke bacche okay oh. <laughs> so the, the fact is he suddenly uses the word type
0: type
1: so he could have used any other hindi word but he uses type yeah. so the the reason why he uses shaitani type ke bache is in a way he's spoofing like the kitty party aunties is there ah. okay who used the word type so the <laughs> Use of the word "type" is pure genius. Did he, when he hear it, did he consider all of these things, or did he just use it? I don't think he thought about these things. It just came naturally to him. It's like the Sachin Tendulkar thing. It's not a conscious effort. It just flows. So, so those are the like, like little you know, bits of genius that I find throughout the movie. And I was like, if why can't I ever do something like this? No,
0: I think like, I think we should write to Rekhita to have a session on Bashir Babbar and to just uh, uh, embrace his kind of Urdu also, that he inflicted <laughs> on us, that, I mean, I, how can you come up, Mera naam hai pote jo kisi ke bhi hote. I mean, you
1: know. bhi <laughs> nahi the fact is that he actually brings street to Bollywood. I haven't, like, this is the way actual, uh, no,
0: why, why, no, 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 this is the natural conclusion of the corruption of Kadar Khan, <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he brings that I don't think anybody let's think of it I mean Javed Akhtar and these guys they don't bring the language of the street they can't
0: they, can't. No, too, haa,
1: they don't belong to the world but Bashir Babbar is and so what you get is really you know really street poetry actually Kadir and...
0: Khan who passed away he said that the reason why he's like I brought street is because he's like I grew up in Kamathipura people actually talk like that there so but but anyway so thank you so much for the recommendation my recommendation this week was going to be um, something different but since uh, since uh, gunda was mentioned i uh, i first of all i have to recommend this fantastic piece that arnab has written on it then also please read his last book um, I, I but but then you know i was going to recommend your uh, 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 book but then i want to recommend the uh, the sultans right the delhi book you said the yes that's a, yeah that's that's the fourth book that's the fourth a book, book Mabarak, right the, no, Mahabharat. I, I wanted to recommend the Mahabharat one, but since we talked about Maheshanand, I would recommend Sultan of Delhi. The uh, uh, before that, it's a it's a terrific book, and please please read, please uh, you know. Um, write to us if you like it if you hate it keep your opinions to yourself no I'm joking of <laughs> course but uh, uh, but before that thank you so much Arnab for taking the time out for my thank podcast. you for having me it was a fantastic discussion and uh, I hope you get to watch Gunda again today
1: I, I, mean, I hope so
0: too uh, I mean the Oscars are coming up I think that should have been India's official entry to the Oscars just just for like the best documentary film. No, the Oscars don't, don't
1: Oscars don't deserve Gunda I mean Gunda is beyond Beyond
0: the prison, it is nobody. Oscars who cares about Oscars? Ha! <laughs> they should have given each other an Oscars on the same runway where they shot the climax. <laughs> so, anyways, with that, I end this edition of my podcast. This was uh, terrific. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you, Army. For having me.